Hi everyone, my name is Jessica Mujis and I am the host and creator of the Kids Yoga Podcast and I am so excited to tell you about my new Patreon page. If you are a loyal listener and you've been listening for a while, I'd love for you to go check it out. So it's a monthly subscription service and there are different tiers and for each tier you will get added benefits. These include early access to episodes, bonus content from interviews that you haven't heard yet, and my most exciting is a community of kids yoga teachers that will meet monthly and I will be there to moderate and we will discuss our challenges, our questions, the biggest rewards, and I'll have former guests join us and you can ask them questions in real time. I'm really excited about this. So if you're interested, I would love for you to check out the page. I want to keep this podcast going and I just need a little help to do that. Thanks so much. Hi, and welcome to the Kids Yoga Podcast, the place for all things kids yoga. My name is Jessica Mujis, and after teaching kids yoga for over a decade and being immersed in the industry, I created this podcast as a warm and supportive place for parents, teachers, caregivers, and kids yoga professionals to gather. Episodes include conversations with kids yoga teachers, business owners, and authors, child development experts, informational episodes on specific kids yoga topics, yoga adventures for children, and even the voices of children themselves. It is my hope that you can come here each week and gain inspiration and form connection with your fellow kids yoga community. Welcome to the Kids Yoga Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Kids Yoga Podcast. My name is Jessica, and this week I am joined by Jacqueline Warshower. Jacqueline has been working with young children in a wide variety of settings for over 15 years. From small towns in upstate New York to the inner city of Albany, from San Francisco to a one-room schoolhouse in the mountains of Costa Rica, from the suburbs of Westchester to her backyard with her own children. Jacqueline has looked into the eyes of many children and honors the innate wisdom, light, and curiosity that each individual brings to this planet. She has worked as a preschool Montessori teacher, kindergarten teacher, children's yoga, music, movement, and social skills teacher. She has taught English as a second language and has mentored inner city youth. With her vast array of experiences, skills, roles, and education, Jacqueline has developed an extensive toolkit that allows her to be flexible, understanding, and smoothly adapt to working with children, teachers, administrators, and parents in any setting. Holds a bachelor's degree in early childhood education from the State University of New York at Cobbleskill. She is certified in the Montessori philosophy from the North American Montessori Center. She is certified to teach children's yoga from Yogi Beans of New York, and she is 200 hours certified to teach adult yoga from the Yoga Lily with Pam Medina. Jacqueline has found her inspiration to create wild type learning through her passion and gifts of guiding young children, 
her love and connection to nature, her growing awareness to the importance of building a strong connection to mind, body, and heart through her practice of yoga and through raising her two sons. She strongly believes that there is so much for us as adults to learn from children and nature. She feels that right now, it has become even more imperative that we foster a strong relationship and connection for our children to nature and to the lifelong tools that yoga can provide for the mind, body, and heart connection. Jacqueline feels that these connections to nature and self should be at the forefront of how we are educating our young children today, and she looks forward to finding creative ways through wild-type learning to serve children, families, and educators in providing these opportunities and skills to as many children as we can. Jacqueline, welcome to the show. Hi, Jessica. Thank you so much for having me. This is such an honor to be able to connect with you. See you again. (laughs) Yes. So for everyone listening, Jacqueline and I met, oh, I don't, what year was it that you did? I was thinking about it. I think it was 2014. Oh, wow. Okay. So we're talking seven, six, seven years. Yeah. So yeah, we go way back. Jacqueline did um, training with Yogi Beans and then taught with Yogi Beans a while when I was there. So um, we've kind of known each other since back in the day, Um, but I'm so excited to reconnect. You know, we've been in touch through social media, but that's always just a tiny fraction of what's actually happening. Um, So, but I want to start at the beginning for the, for people listening. So how did you first find yoga in your life? And then how did it impact you? Mm, I love this question and it was really fun to reflect on, on my yoga journey. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, What I realized is yoga to me is it's almost taken this shape of like a best friend or even like a sister that has been there with me through thick and thin Mm. through these journeys. Um, You know, and um, it's just very, uh, been there. (laughs) So first, um, I was first introduced to yoga. um, When I went to college, it was like my second year in college. And I was student teaching at a in a special needs classroom. And the assistant, um, she told me, Hey, I'm, I'm, teaching a yoga class. Do you want to come and check it out? This is my first time. And I hadn't heard much. I mean, I've heard of yoga, but I didn't know much about it. And I know we have a similar background, the dancing background. Mm-hmm. So I was in college kind of missing that little piece of myself. And, and I was like, sure, I'll, I'll come support you and um, check it out. And I showed up to the class and it was, I think it was just me. There may have been like one other person um, in the class and it was a wonderful experience. Um, She was new. I don't even think she had been through training yet. So she was, you know, creating that atmosphere and still looking at her notes. And, and um, we did the Shavasana. And in, I remember the music during the Shavasana, and it just opened up something within me. I knew at that moment that this was something very special that, um, you know, I wasn't 
quite ready for, I don't think at the time, but I knew it was something very meaningful. Um, and I um, continued to go back with her throughout um, my years in, in college. And then from there, I moved to San Francisco and I, that was my early twenties and years of exploration and trying new things. I got really into meditation, trying different meditations, mindfulness, um, a lot of mindfulness and just testing out all different yoga classes in, in uh, San Francisco and, and just exploring myself and, and all of that fun stuff. And there is where I became um, a Montessori teacher. I, I was working at a Montessori preschool. So this is back in, I think, I, it must have been, um, geez, it's hard to remember back these days. This is like 2007, maybe. Mm-hmm. And um, so I'm teaching yoga. They had two, lo- or I was teaching preschool and they had two locations, the younger location. And then they had like the two and three-year-olds and then the four and five-year-olds. And they asked me, I was working with the two and three-year-olds. They asked me, would you be interested in teaching the older kids some yoga? They knew, you know, I was into that a little bit. And I was like, kids, yo, teach a kid's yoga. Like, <laughs> this is not a thing back in 2007, very much, maybe a little bit more in California, but right. what? And so I didn't have much to go on. I had gotten those yogi pretzel cards. Mm. I don't know if you're familiar with yes, those. Yep, which they, those. <laughs> they were wonderful. And I just started once a week going up to the older school and putting together this little kids yoga class they had you know games interwoven into some of the cards and some you know imagery and things like that and as the story goes right away it was like wow these kids are really feeling this this is they're receptive to this they were excited for that time you know that once a week when I went up and and um did that little window of yoga and um uh, it was, that was pretty magical and awakening to me. And then, you know, life happens. And then I moved back to New York, still did a little bit of yoga. And I had that in the back of my mind, just how, how beautiful that was. Um, and then um, I went back to college in New York and then uh, my husband, I met my husband and we moved to Costa Rica for a year. And that is the time where my yoga practice took a different shape, where I really started to um, develop my own personal practice, you know, Um, and um, it it was um, just so beautiful to have (laughs) with me and all all of this journey. And then I again moved back to New York. And at that point, we're getting married, we're, you know, you're back on this, this rat race, and mm-hmm. okay, we want to have kids, we want to get married, I got a teaching job as a kindergarten teacher. And I always had like in the back of my mind, um, how beautiful it was teaching the children yoga back in San Francisco, and also had always dreamt of um, opening my own little nature preschool. That's just been my Mm -hmm. dream since I was for years. And, um, 
however, life takes hold of you. And so I was at this point, like this crossroads, I'm teaching kindergarten. I mean, it's my passion, my gift at, you know, I, I loved teaching, but I, I, it was either I continue down that path of, you know, probably getting a public school teaching job, you know, some security like that, you know, the path most traveled, you know, safest path. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, or it was like, do I start down this trajectory of, you know, starting to build what I needed to one day be able to um, create my own, my own program and, and that sort of thing. So, and that is when you, my dear, came into the picture in my life. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So I, teaching, I love teachers. I give them so much respect. It took everything. You know, mm-hmm. I was up at 4.30 in the morning preparing lessons, you know, up late at night, all of it. And I knew I wanted to have children and I was just trying to figure out how I could still be doing what I loved. And I know I'm meant here to do, but also to be present for my own family and children. And so started dabbling in, in I think it was Craigslist. I saw the ad for Yogi Beans mm-hmm. and um, like, uh, all of us say, the ad said, can you bark like a dog and cluck like a chicken and crawl around the floor? And I'm like, yes, <laughs> that is me. I could do it. And then, you know, those remembering the experience in San Francisco years ago and just like, oh, maybe this is that, that doorway that I can enter to, you know, feel like I can take this path less traveled, I guess. And so we had the interview. I, I remember that you yeah. and I was on my lunch break in my car. And I remember I'm like sitting there and I hear your voice and we start talking and I know we connected on a lot of things like traveling and dance and, and these things. And, um, I, whether I had the job or not, I just, it just, your voice and talking about it just gave me that confidence that I felt like I could, um, I could do it. I could figure it out how, you know, why not? Let's, let's go for it. And then if not, I could get a teaching job. (laughs) But so, (laughs) and then I went to the second interview with you and Lauren and it was just like, (laughs) everything was, this is just, amazing to provide this for children these um yeah so I ended up getting the job and worked at Yogi Beans um as an independent contractor and eventually worked at the um I traveled to some schools in Westchester I was kind of like the Westchester gal and then um ended up working in the studio for a couple classes and then as the like admin I took like the admin position so I could kind of start dabbling into that sort of stuff you know the business stuff and um yeah and then from there um I worked for another company too traveling around Westchester doing creative movement classes and yoga classes and music classes and um it was a great experience. It was a really great experience and opened my eyes to a lot. And then I became a mother <laughs> <laughs> during all that time. Um, and um, 
parenthood gave me this whole new ball game and perspective of children and their needs and um, what it all means to raise the whole child and teach to the whole child. And um, through that time, um, I decided that I wanted to deepen my own practice as a mother. And that's when I decided to go on for my adult yoga teacher training, the 200 hours, which I did with Yogi B, or not Yogi Beats, the Yoga Lily uh, mm. with Panadina, a fabulous program. And um, I just really realized that um, to be my best self for my children and um, I, I, it was something I wanted to do, to, to really understand this ancient practice a little bit deeper um, and to solidify those tools that are always continuous, continuously being, um, you know, uh, mm -hmm. worked on. But um, yeah, I just felt like that was the next step for me. And yeah. So here we Parenthood are. changes you, huh? It like, I feel like becoming a mom just... <laughs> just completely takes everything you think you know and you, you just see it differently so I'm so glad you took that step for yourself then to say you know what this is something I need you know to for myself and then in turn that you know it helps with your children now are they the inspiration for your company wild type learning so when did when did you start it and, and just how did that come to be mm. so Yes, um, they are a huge inspiration to wild type learning. And as I said, I've always just in the back of my mind wanted um, to have a, a preschool that was nature based. And through my experience and my yoga practice and all of these things, it kind of, um, I, I, it, it has snowballed into something more than just um, a nature preschool. It's kind of aligning all of my heart's work from um, my Montessori training and all my education and experience working with young children, the yoga practice, and also my connection to nature. And um, I just feel like yoga and nature, they really, align in a lot of ways um, when we can build that connection with nature, the, the mind, the body, and the heart, and really um, bringing these fundamental tools into the classroom and into our young children's lives right now is just so very important. And I know the mission for you and Yogi Beans is to spread that to as many children as you possibly can and you uplifting all of these um, yo children yoga teachers is just so very important. And I think um, in building that connection through nature, it also supports our children now physically, you know, spiritually and mentally, kind of taking that whole mindfulness to, um, to really have it be something that makes sense to them, like that they can really, um, you know, when, when you're outside connecting with nature and really um, just experiencing this, you know, where these souls and these bodies and being able to 
fully experience our senses and our understanding of our interconnectedness with all things and this idea of the oneness and, and um, really bringing that to light for children to explore. You know, we all know um, going out in nature and I'm sure we've all experienced this year. It's like we have this tightness and these, and these emotions layers upon layers. If you can step outside, it's like, like there's something to that. We all feel it. And now we have studies to support that, you know, just, you know, the science behind being able to be in green space and these, you know, diversity and, and, and nature. So like these mental, you know, supporting our children mentally through the, those experiences. Um, when, when we can provide our children with natural settings for into, just unstructured play to explore, to discover like that beginner's mind, that just wonder and awe of like, I mean, my kids ask me questions, you know, in our front yard, these bugs and these, and these uh, plants that like, I don't really stop and think about <laughs> sometimes, you know, it's like, like the world just like, blows when you can like look at these small spaces through a child's eyes. And, you know, we know it reduces stress when they have this ability to explore in nature. They build resilience, you know, to, to just everything that presents them from, you know, being out, outdoors. Um, they learn to trust themselves from um, being able to be outside and have questions and to just follow an ant on a log. Like there's so much to learn and connect with through these, it's just simple, simple things. Mm. But um, yeah, and and when children can be out in nature, it the imagination and all that flows from that. And um, it also, and I found personally myself, you know, helped me to learn to focus my mind more. Being able, like yesterday, I, you know, preparing for this, I went, I just needed to go out in the woods for a little bit. I sit there, I was able to focus. Because when I'm home, it's the cleaning, the, 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 you know, mm -hmm. it's like a million things happening and I can just, it allows me to, to really focus my attention. So that's some of the, the mental or the mind, you know, part of that nature connectedness that I think aligns with, with um, you know, instilling the yoga as well for our young children. But then physically, I mean, just fresh air, breathing fresh air, mm -hmm. physically helping our bodies. And um, I think too, like we were saying, you like de-stress and all that. I personally, like when I walk outside, my, sometimes my shoulders are here and like, I like can, oof, like a physical feeling of, oof, this is, <laughs> it's true. Um, and physically with our body, the motor skills, climbing trees, walking on uneven ground, um, our coordination, it, it really builds and fosters just the, and just a love for moving your body, being outdoors, you're running, you're jumping, you're climbing from trees, you're climbing, you know, and, and so just that love of the body. I mean, I sometimes look at my children just in, in their play and they're in a yoga pose, right? you know, but yeah. they're like, they're playing and they move their bodies in all these ways. And then the biggest thing is just the senses, 
that they, that the, what you hear listening to the different sounds the birds the the insects last night we were just sitting there we were listening for the owl and like the different sounds and um yeah so and then just the smells and the sensory and it's just again things that are there very simple but just so impactful um to learn about this environment that's ours that that is supporting us just like I said in the beginning kind of awkwardly about this yoga being my um <laughs> friend, friend or sister yeah. <laughs> like that it like is always there to embrace me is what I was trying to say yeah you know it's just there and that's nature and in our earth this is our environment we are a part of nature and I feel like it's so important for our children to be exposed to that and to just build that connection yeah and then going into like the spiritual aspect to kind of break it down that mind body heart and 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 how i view it with um that nature connectedness is the the spiritual part right just this once they start asking the questions and start seeing and feeling it's this this interconnectedness of of us all where our food is coming from where our water is coming from this air that we're breathing to really truly start developing this this understanding and this and this awareness to that um is so so important for our young children to to um have that ability at a young age um and then also that like that physical feeling of something greater than ourselves you know we mm -hmm. talk about these more abstract ways of of i think viewing that right and when they connect with nature they can act, they actually like a physical thing connect i'm connected to this i am a part of this and it it just I think kind of solidifies that, that knowingness, right? That truth. Um, and um, yeah, just the magic that like yeah. spiritually that the magic and the beauty that's in front of us every day, we all need that so much right now. The remembrance of mm -hmm. that beauty and that magic and that truth. Um, and, and again, just, I, I see so much, um, confidence in children that can be outdoors that that love and that compassion that that compassion is just you and and the biggest thing is gratitude and you know feeling grateful for for the abundance that the earth gives us and and i think um i think it's even more important now for us to be sharing the yoga and these tools into the schools and into our classrooms for as many children as we can and allowing them also to connect with this world in which we live in. I think, you know, it, it needs to, it, it benefits them now with all these things I just broke down, but it also benefits them as they get older because then they have this relationship that they can carry with them as they grow and make choices for themselves and for their family and, you know, where they're getting their food from, where, you know, how, and, you know, we're all not perfect. Like, you know, we're going to have some plastic things that, they, you know, like, but it's the awareness starting to become aware of, of 
the impact of our choices and mm. and um, you know we know our our airs and our waters and and um, all of these things are, are now it's it's now right to start instilling this awareness into our children now so that they can carry that with them um, as, as they get older and then they always have that relationship to turn to like us as parents we want to love and protect our children at all times and be there to help them work through tough things happening in the world and we're not always going to be able to understand or they're not going to always want to come to us so i also see you know in my own life how having that connection with nature has always helped me to feel to feel embraced and to feel loved in you know uh, I always have a place to turn to mm. like I did yesterday preparing for this I'm like right, I need right. to just go yeah, with nature and and yeah yeah you know what it's so, what you're so, saying yeah, exactly. yeah it's like Sorry, you know go ahead. nature has in it all the things we need already so what it, what, what you were describing of like they can um, it's the focus and it's the confidence and it's the movement and it's the presence. It's like, it's funny. I was thinking, oh, there's so many like Instagram accounts where we're trying to like create that through an activity that we put together. That's like, could be maybe complicated that we like set up some type of sensory thing, but it's funny, like nature, like it's just there. Like, so you, so what I love about wild type learning is like, you have these activities, but they're so simple and accessible. And I think offer kids so many tools to learn and to grow. Um, so I was wondering if you can share maybe like your, one of your favorite activities that you offer for people listening who maybe haven't, you know, followed your account yet. Like what kinds of things do you share? Yes. And I think you hit it right on the nose is like, we put so much pressure on ourselves. We need to like, <laughs> things can, can be so simple. And I see these Instagram, like, you know, preschool ideas that you could be doing at home. And I know I look and I've been there and I've done it where you put so much time and this effort or you buy these things and they play with them for like two minutes, you know, yeah. and it, you know, so to me, it's, and, and this is where the Montessori and that sort of mm -hmm. stuff comes in is setting the stage for learning. Um, and a lot of what, um, you know, I hope to offer and a little bit I do in my, in my Instagram is, but um, yeah, just being able to, it, the work I think goes in before. So it's like, you're setting this stage, you're putting things out, these, you know, open-ended things, these sticks or rocks or, you know, mud, some water. And most of the stuff that can enhance that is things you already have in your house, hmm. cups, spoons, you know, some paintbrushes, like just very simple things and being able to set that out for children to explore, for them to be able to um, use their imagination. And, and that's where they get into the deep play. And that's where us as mothers have some time to sit back and just watch and do what we need to do, <laughs> you yes. know? And so it's setting the stage for that for, for just children to, to explore. Um, and, and what I like to do too is, 
is weave in, you know, when you working with children or you know your own children, what their interests are. So if you have a theme or things like that, then you intertwine these books or, you know, if it's like a if kids are really into construction, you know, my girlfriend was asking me this the other day, like, what, what can I do to set them up, you know, to play with construction things? He's really into construction. So it's like, yeah, you put out the, the dump truck and the scooper truck and all that. But you allow them the space to to get muddy and messy. You put out some rocks. You maybe add some string. What type of construction are they are they interested in? Do, you know, are we learning how to hammer with with some nails or you know building some sort of structure? And then anything that children are playing with, they become that, right? So when when they're being construction workers or just tooling around with their trucks they are the construction worker, you know, so have the vest or the hat or the, you know, th the goggles or, you know, the tool belt, like, I mean, you don't need that stuff, but it, mm -hmm. you know, it just enhances their imagination, their play, it, just exploring. And then the other beautiful thing about the Montessori is these, these practical life skills, like they want to be doing and figuring out what we're doing, right? So it's not necessarily all these toys or, like whatever it's versions of the adult stuff for them to practice with and, and, you know, start just discovering how they can use them. And um, yeah, so um, we, and like I said, books and things can also enhance play because mm -hmm. it gives them the language, it gives them the ideas, the stories to go along with what, whatever it is that they're into. But it's setting that stage and being comfortable with the area that you set up for them to explore. Mm -hmm. You know, so yes, I have room here for them to get dirty and whatever outside, but that's not always the case for all of us, which you know, I mm -hmm. completely understand. Um, so like I would have like a, a art map that I would put out and I know, and, and they know the boundaries, right? So you set the boundaries, of course, but then it's like, okay, you can explore and do what you want to do here in this area, you know, and really, and having them help you come up with, you know, what the boundaries are and okay, these, this is what it is, but now have fun, you know, learn, explore, ask questions. <laughs> Um, so, so yeah, that's, that's like the main mm -hmm. stuff of the wild type learning. Now, um, the way I kind of look at this, this business or this company, it's a little bit premature, like putting the name out there, like, well, that kind of stuff, because when, when the pandemic started, this has been something that we have, um, been wanting to build to um, mm -hmm. being able to actually offer programs and workshops and retreats and these type of things. Um, but I, I had a lot of friends that knew that this is what I was leading up to. And once the pandemic started, a lot of my friends that now had children at home, they're asking me like, Jack, <laughs> help the sister out. What do I do with my kids? Yeah, help me out. You know, so I was like doing like, you know, private messaging to different people, some ideas and whatever. And then, you know, some friends were encouraging me like, you know, just be, you should be sharing this with more people. Yeah. And I didn't have an Instagram. I didn't know anything. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't know hashtags. I didn't know mm -hmm. any of that stuff. So I, I figured it out. But so that's like, but I'm like, this isn't like fully what wild type learning is, but they're like, it's, a, you know, you're just, get it out there, start, you know, just sharing these ideas to mm -hmm. just, and to me to like get through this year, it kind of helped me feel connected. Like I was, 
being of service in some way, yeah. shape or form, you know? And then um, as you know, we moved and all these mm-hmm. things. And, and so, um, you know, I hope to be sharing more and more and there's a lot of things in the works, um, but a lot of it has just been right now, the account is, is kind of us acclimating to our transition and all. Of yeah. That. Can a you lot tell us about that? <laughs> yeah. I know there's a lot that I want you to tell us about that transition. Cause I think it's so unique, like just your lifestyle, you know, like how you're living. Yeah. So you moved to the Adirondacks, you've we got did. 50 acres of land. Yeah. Did you build your home? And like, just tell me, <laughs> I'm just, it's just so fascinating to me. Just tell us about like, you're in Westchester now in your new home. So what led to that decision and kind of like, what's, what's your, so yes, we, um, built our log home. We didn't do it. Like my husband and I (laughs) hammering and nailing it, but we, we, um, we, yeah, found, okay. back up. So a lot of this sparked from our my husband and I's experience living in Costa Rica so we lived in Costa Rica for a year his mother is from there they have a farm up in the mountains so and um, we basically managed the farm we um, it it was I an eye-opening experience um, for both of us and we just had this it ignited something in both of us that we were just like this if we could bring all the people we love here, mm-hmm. we would just stay here because it just moved. It just felt right. There was something about it. Or, and so we, we knew um, moving back that it would be our goal to try and create something similar here around the people, <laughs> or somewhat closer to the people mm-hmm. that we love. And you know, that was a long journey and lots that we had to sacrifice and save every penny. And it took us, we've had this land for six years and we just moved in in the fall. So it took us about five years to save enough and do all the things. Um, And there was a lot of questions. Is this the right move (laughs) Uh, with two small boys? And is this, you know, really, and, and of course, throughout the journey of the whole process of getting loans and the construction, you know, the plans, and then the site where, I mean, we had so many blocks (laughs) along the path, so many barriers, so many things. Um, we kept, we just stayed true to, to this, this just felt right at, you know, what we wanted for our family, the values being close to nature, trying to, um, create somewhat of a homestead, um, and, um, and then to ultimately hopefully be able to offer programs here, you know, Mm. be able to have children here and, and yoga um nature yoga you know maybe we'll have goats and do goat yoga I don't know I've never done that I don't know anything about it (laughs) but I love just people's creativity with yes you know and um yeah so so we have been here since September and we are so um happy and it it um it's not for everybody but it, I mean, my husband and I are so different too, which is really neat. You know, I'm from like education and spiritual and, you know, 
feeling the vibe and (laughs) in science and like that whole thing. So so they marry so beautifully Mm. because he's really into, you know, he does all the research with like, you know, our chickens and, and then he's really into soil science and the soils and permaculture. And so like, we're basically have a blank slate. So, you know, we're trying to um, set up our gardens and these, this whole system stiff and how our animals and plants and everything like forest gardening. And so we have a lot to learn. I kind of like to look at it as like, um, we're, we're like working the soil right now. We're, mm-hmm. We've done all the research. We've done all the reading, but now it's putting it into actual action and yeah. trial and error and learning as we go. And, um, you know, and now like too with wild type learning and, and our land, we call wild type acres oh, and wild type learning and, you know, just starting to plant those seeds and, um, and uh, yeah, just seeing what grows, what takes. And right now um, it's connecting with this land that we're on and really, you know, toward like the middle of the winter, I was kind of like, I knew I needed some self-love. <laughs> I needed mm. to like adjust some things. Cause I was like, okay, like just so excited about being of service in this way with wild type learning and reaching as many children and helping parents and helping educators and, and just like the wheels and excitement. And, but then it's like, okay, we just moved. Jack. <laughs> like There's a lot that that involves. And there was a lot that we needed to do to, you know, settle ourselves here and now springtime and like, mm-hmm. all right, all right. You like, it's coming, but I want to enjoy the journey and I want to come, you know, as I, it, begins to blossom and I can offer uh, myself in in a more authentic way where I'm grounded and ready to rock and roll Um, you know uh, I I'm just excited to see you know plant the seeds and be creative in what ways these offerings can evolve (laughs) yeah well I, I I see so much potential there so much so much and like you're taking the time to plant the seeds to nurture. They need the water. We need time. We don't plant seeds and then try to dig them up to see if they're growing yet. Right. It all takes so much time. These are all metaphors we use for kids yoga. Right. And that's what you're living and your children. I think it's so wonderful that they're just kind of watching and observing and living this now and seeing you adjust and learn about the land and learn about this. And also just taking that leap, you and your husband, like props to you for being like, this is what we want to do. And I mean, we, we recently moved, we purchased a home and that in itself was like, so difficult, the process of like finding the home and even just like closing and all that stuff. I mean, I can only imagine if you're starting from scratch and how many roadblocks there must have been, but I'm, I love seeing you. We're, we're recording video. I love seeing you in the home and I love your the posts and like, just what, what you're doing and like, just following that path. And I would, I am excited to see kind of, we're coming out of the pandemic now, at least here in New York, New Jersey, we're seeing some hope. I know it's still very bad in India and I'm not saying the world is coming out of it, but we're starting to see some hope in our little neck of the woods. And as we start to gather again, and for you to be able to, I envision you being able to have children come 
to onto the land and to, you know, that school that you've always dreamed of. It's like, well, you've clearly got the space for it. And so, yeah, Yeah. it's exciting. Um, Yeah. And, and the other part, and, and I do hope to do that. And right now too, as we're acclimating to the area, it's really to, um, immersing ourselves in the community and really understanding what I have this grand idea, but like, Mm. how can I be of service to my community um, Mm. most effectively? So starting there. And then also with the beauty of the, um, you know, technology and, and being able to share and, um, you know, I, I do hope to find creative ways to kind of take this little, like my vision isn't for it to just be like, Oh, this, Hey, whoever gets to come to this school, that's grand, you know, being able to take that and put packaging it that it can be, you know, shared and spread, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. just this simplicity of building that nature connection, um, you know, to, to support our future. Right to support us as um, humans and the world our children get to grow up in. And I think it's a very, very huge piece of the puzzle to start now building that connection so that mm-hmm. um, we, can, we can make some shifts to some patterns that us as a society have gotten used to in this trajectory of, yes, of yes. things, um, you know, and with that is that mind body heart connection. And, you know, it's, it's like a package deal. It's where I truly think, um, you know, entering back into some normalcy, whatever mm-hmm. that is, we, we mm-hmm. have, we have to do it carefully and we have to do it mindfully and, and be really, um, you know, um, yeah, to be, to be really thoughtful. Intentional. Yeah. Intentional. That's the word I was looking for. (laughs) Thank you. Yes. Be very intentional about how we're raising our children now. And so that I think us as adults right now need to dig deep and level up. And, um, you know, even if you're not a nature person, you don't have to be a nature person and there's ways to go about doing it, which I hope to interweave, you know, weave into Mm -hmm. like, simple things that build that connection and that awareness yes us being a part of nature I mean it yeah we we are a part of nature we are we are (laughs) I know so okay I'm just gonna say this brought was brought to my attention recently that if you google nature it's basically everything but humans it's Mm. like uh, we've kind of completely mm. written ourselves out of the definition of nature. And I think oh. it's just been like sitting with me. I'm like, mm. huh? Yeah. It's become yeah. so separate and you're, you're bringing it back together. We're, wow. it's, it's all connected. Yeah. Well, I would love to hear your specific to kids yoga wisdom with your little kids yoga gem that I like to end with. So if you were to offer advice to someone working within kids yoga, like what's your, your golden rule, your big gem that you would like to offer? So I think that um, obviously it's important to prepare and to bring your own authenticity and um, to have fun. I think those are like, you know, really important. Um, in Thinking about this question, I recognize that something that I do in all of my classes, whether it's teaching yoga 
or teaching music classes or just um, with my own children is I like to start the class by making sure I make eye contact with every child. Um, and it's not like the one, two, three eyes on me. That, that has a place. I get it. Like, look at me. Listen to me now, guys. Like, <laughs> there's a different intention to what I'm um, trying to explain. It's like, and, and the kids yearn for it. I think it's like, I make sure that I look at them in the eye and give a little nod. And it, it's telling them that I see them. I'm not seeing their behavior. I'm not seeing the, a little, you know, this box that they're being put into, or, you know, I, I'm seeing them, their light, their beauty. Um, I'm connecting like this is, I, this is a space right now where we're not going to judge. We're not like, and, and it's a split second, but I notice in all my classes, it, they look for it. And of course there's the kids that are like, no, no. But then when you get them to look, they're like, ah, like they almost like melt, you know, like she sees me, she sees me for a second, you know? And, and I look at it almost as like the namaste that we do at the end of class. Like I honor the light in you and um, you know, I see your light and honor the light in me and we are one. So without saying all those words, it's just with children. It's just that little, that little, um, just connection to to bring light to um, that moment that you share with them, and and I think with my own children too, I find you know you're, we're just so busy in in things and do this and do that and clean that, 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 that. and I've been trying to be more intentional of it's it's like takes three seconds to get down on their level and just say hi, it's nice to see you today. Like just look at them in the eye and that's it and. You know, I, I found within myself a lot of the time, I'm like, you know, look at me while I'm talking to you. Or like, it's usually like more of it when you ask a child to look at you in the mm -hmm. eye, a lot of, not all the time, but a lot of the time it's coming from a place of like, you know, mm. uh, you did something wrong or like you need yeah. to listen to me and my words, but making it that I see you, I'm happy to be with you today. I think it's a nice way to begin. It's so beautiful. Don't we all just want to be seen? Like you said, just, just seen. And that reminds me of something that Toni Morrison said. When your children walk into the room, do your eyes light up? Mm. And she was like, do you look at them and think, oh, let me fix your hair and let me get your clothes straight or let me, do you, is that what you see first? Or is it like, do they see your eyes light up when they walk in the room? And it makes me like just teary eyed because like you said, as parents, we're trying our best and we, it all comes from a good place, but sometimes we could get lost in the, we have to do this, we have to do that, we have to get this done, we have to keep our schedule going, whatever it is, there's so much to be done. But just, the, I love how you said looking at their eyes, because that kind of just reminded me to like, I'm like, so I, I forget, I forget sometimes to just see my kids. So thank you for that. We so all powerful. Do. We all do. We're doing our best. We really need to give ourselves some grace and some mm. love. Take a minute to honor all the parents this year. We, oh, you did great. You did great. You guys. Let it go. Let it go. It, was, <laughs> it's, it's it wasn't hard. easy. <laughs> it was not. But thank goodness, you know, we had them because it helped mm. me to find that presence. Sometimes it was my five-year-old 
nagging me and pulling or spraying me and me getting with water and me getting so <laughs> mad at them and and then like just letting go and like right. you're right I'm too much in my head I'm too uptight yes. right now I need to relax <laughs> thank you totally yeah thank I found myself thanking my children a lot, apologizing mm. a lot yes. <laughs> to them, okay. but also thanking them. Oh, you know? 100%. Well, I know people are going to want to find find you. So where are all the places, the social media, the email, like what are the best ways to get in touch? Yes. So um, at Wild Type Learning is my Instagram, I guess my handle. I've learned that's the name, my handle. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I learned that and, recently too. I was like, what is that called? What's that? I think it was like Lauren. Uh, yeah. Anyway, she asked me what my handle was. And I'm like, I Googled it. Like, where's my handle? Like, what is the handle? <laughs> and yes. So wild type learning. I do have a Facebook wild type learning page too. And then it's wild type learning at gmail.com. If you have some ideas or questions or um, yeah. And keep a lookout. You know, this summer again, I'm giving myself that grace to just um, be able to acclimate where we are and really doing a lot of the behind the scene things. I'm, I'm really working on, you know, a, a year long curriculum that mm. I'm putting together. Um, so that will start in September, like sharing more, um, you know, how to weave in the academics and the yoga mm. and the nature. And so keep it looking for that, all the fun stuff. There's a lot, a lot of wheels turning. <laughs> yeah, I can feel it. It's so exciting. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for the work you do. Thank you for your bright spirit. I'm so grateful we met all those years ago. And thank you for taking the time. I loved connecting and talking with you. I loved it too. Thank you, Jessica, for all that you do. And, you know, bringing light into this world. These yoga teachers are, are bright lights. Keep, keep doing the yes, work. They really are. Keep, keep going, everybody. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you'd like to support the Kids Yoga Podcast, here are a few ways you can do that. Visit www.thekidsyogapodcast.com. Here you'll see a link to my Patreon page, and you will see different monthly subscriptions, which will offer you added benefits. You can also contact me through the website and see all of the episodes that have been released so far. In addition... I truly appreciate those five-star reviews and ratings because it just brings so many more people to the show and it just means the world. So if you feel compelled, a rating and review and press that subscribe button as well. So if you want to get in touch, shoot me an email, thekidsyogapodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow The Kids Yoga Podcast on Instagram and on Facebook. Again, thank you so much for being here.